What is Web3? What is the metaverse? Should I sell NFTs? Who do I need to hire and bring into the organization? Do I need a chief metaverse officer? And what does that mean for my business and the business in the next 10 years? What does it mean for the people in my company? And what does it mean for my brand? Questions upon questions. Uncertainty is everywhere. But there's also room for imagination. There's room for creativity and the space to experiment and explore new horizons, new directions. But for brands at the moment, it's a deep and very broad black box. What is the metaverse? Give me a definition. It's difficult because not even Meta and Mark Zuckerberg have an answer to that yet. They are in a phase of exploration. They are in a phase of experimentation. How can they create new economic models? Brand leaders and business owners are really forced to navigate an environment that we haven't even defined yet because it is not yet fully explored. The implications it has for business in general, for the whole economy, for our social fabric is still very much a playground. It's seeds being sown at the moment and we're watching them grow. So with a brand leader under pressure, what can he or she do right now to weather what is coming? What brands can do right now is to invest in their foundation. Their foundation, if you think about it, it's like your six pack, it's your core. It's what makes you strong. It also makes you resilient. Resilient means that you can weather unexpected setbacks, failures, disruptions, like the one we are going through right now. Resilience is necessary when you don't see the full picture. And because we are in the middle of this transformation of everything that we know at the moment, it's very difficult to zoom out because you're stuck in the middle of it. You don't have that outsider perspective. None of us do because we are all implicated in some way. It's a very dynamic time at the moment. I mean dynamic because if we're looking at it on a linear timeline, it's going to take place over the next five to 10 years, maybe even longer. But every month, brand leaders, business owners, um, decision makers feel like we are moving at warp speed. And in a way we are, because everything that is happening is changing the way we approach things. When faced with the unpredictable and the unknown, your attitude and actions dictate how you will survive it, how you will thrive through it. Organizations that have consistently fostered a culture of curiosity and change are going to be ones that really thrive through this technological and social transformation that we are going through right now, through this disruption. There are four things organizations can do right now, and brands in particular. The first, they really have to acknowledge what they don't know. Everything is uncertain at the moment. We've known this for years. A leader doesn't have to have all the answers. A leader has to navigate uncertainty and provide options and identify opportunities from that. It's not about knowing what will happen in five years. It's about taking one step at a time, making informed decisions on the uncertainty. For that, the organization has to be in a position to say, we don't know this. This is our theory. We are going to try to work with that theory and either prove it or disprove it. 
This is a very different type of business leadership than what we've been taught in the 80s and 90s and what most business schools still teach young graduates. What they can do is acknowledge that there are questions that there are no answers to yet. The second thing brands can do is code resilience into the brand and the entire organization. Resilience is the ability to cope and recover from setbacks, unexpected events, or disruptive forces. Resilient begins in the organization's culture. Um, feedback, fostering a space for experimentation, um, learning from failures and successes, creating perspective diversity as well. All this is part of the culture. And we've known for many, many years now that creating that resilience within the culture, embedding it, making it part of the cultural DNA is very important for thriving organizations. But resilience also needs to be embedded in the nuts and bolts of the business, in the numbers, in risk assessment, in financial stability, in communication and action with investors and shareholders. It needs to be part of the organization to go beyond linear profit and to really think in use case scenarios for the business moving forward and all the implications that it entails. Furthermore, leaders need to stop recycling old systems of working and start building new ones. With systems, I mean how we operate. The frameworks, the models, the blueprints, everything we love doing in that whole operation strategic process, something that has tactics at the end of it. We have to begin working with vision more and with um, different scenarios and different possible outcomes or routes to those outcomes. New systems can be anything and new systems have the opportunity to make our work more effortless but also more efficient and effective but we don't know that yet we have to be willing to create those new systems the things that worked 10 years ago say your weekly content planning and content strategy that is not going to work moving forward because audiences are more niched there is much more technological diversity there is much more possibility to have customers that go really across the mainstream and into uh, micro groups. There's so much potential and there are some, some things that you can't see. You have to create a system of working, an operating system of sorts that helps you take those step-by-step -step measures while still executing your vision. How can brands prepare for this? Brands can do one thing, they can invest in their brand foundation. Their foundation is their core, their six pack, which makes them strong, what gives them stability, so that the energies moving around the brand, around the core, everything that is um, uncontrollable and that is moving outside of us, um, that becomes a little more, how do I say, usable. We can operate it more easily. But that foundation I mentioned before, that six pack, that is what's going to help everybody on your team get on the same page, understand the same value you're creating for your customers and your partners and your shareholders and even within the brand. And it's going to help you have the strength when you do, for example, experiment with a completely new category, with a completely new technology or channel or platform that 
you understand what you're bringing to it from a brand perspective. And this doesn't have to be complicated. And this definitely is not your corporate identity deck. Brand foundation is values, is your story, your narrative. And I don't want to say legacy because legacy is often very unflexible in organizations. I want to say really value creation. Let's call it that, the value that you create within and without your, outside your brand. And it has aspects of identity as well, what you stand for. It's basically who you are, who you identify with as a brand without making it too tight. Now, the final thing is after you've done these, let's say four first preparatory steps, which are in themselves big enough, the fourth is exploration and experimentation. And this is where it starts getting really fun. Brands have to become more open to deviating from, from the strategy they, that they create one, once a year or deviating from the content blueprint. Um, have to be more flexible and adaptable to what is happening. Brands have to be open to play a little. And this playfulness, I think this is a great opportunity for brands to expand their DNA, to expand how they express themselves. In the last um, decades, brands have really, I feel, been stuck in a tunnel vision because everything needed to be guidelined, which is natural if you're a big global corporation um, and you have really so many different people working on the brand, you, you need sort of like guideposts. But if you're making it too, too tight, there is no room to evolve the brand and things become very stale. And also employees, brand communicators or marketers or even salespeople, they stop learning to have the flexibility to think on the edge of the horizon of what is possible for the brand, to um, create ideas that maybe you do internally and not through the agency. You need that flexibility and that sort of green playing field to, to experiment what kind of expression, what kind of stories are going to be interesting for your customers and your target audiences. And this phase of experimentation and exploration, this is going to be a very big part of the next few years. And this is where the shaping and the building of everything that this new internet era, everything that Web3 brings with it, is going to take place in this space, in this exploration. And later on, in envisioning everything that is possible, not only for businesses and brands and economic institutions, but also for social um, groups, for, for social structures, for entire global systems. So this is actually the most exciting part of, um, of this little preparatory guide, this exploration, experimentation, this is where playfulness comes in. So I began with a few questions going in. And I'd like to conclude this by saying, we don't know what's on the horizon. Um, I mean, heck, we don't even see the horizon completely clearly. It's a little foggy, everything right now. We don't know if everything futurists are saying now, the top 10 trends or the top three impacts. We don't know, and they don't know um, if that is going to come to be. We don't understand the implications of Web3 or autonomous organizations. We don't understand so many things. We don't have a playbook. And for us, that's really unnerving. And we have the possibility to choose if we're going to 
face this reality with curiosity or if we're going to face it with anxiety. And if we face it with curiosity, we really have to face it with more playfulness, with more um, ex experimental attitudes and with approaches that really consider more perspectives. This is going to challenge brands and business owners on a completely new level. It's going to become very, just, I, I can't find a word. There's so many words that come to my head. It's going to become kind of freaky, let's call it that. And um, it's really going to differentiate the thriving brands from those that are gonna lag behind. And don't get me wrong, you don't have to be the pioneer that does something completely new and is going to pave the way. It's completely fine for organizations, and most of these organizations are this way, to follow a already loosely um, drawn path. But we have to approach even this loosely drawn path with a little pioneer spirit. So in concluding this, um, I'd like to say that there's a lot of opportunity out there. There's a lot of possibility to have some fun. Um, and I'd like to encourage brands to invest in their brand foundation so that they have more freedom to play with the possibilities that Web3 is going to provide us. And in the coming weeks and months, I'm going to start developing a first brand operating system that really addresses uncertainty, but also the need for that strong core. And that's gonna be a first guide to how to thrive through these times.